LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. You've left Storm Brewing. You've started to walk back to the festival. You've got a spell book to grab. You're on your way. You're walking. As you both go, the night has started to calm down. You can see many people leaving the center of the city as you start to move towards it. What do you do? I'm holding his hand, but I'm not looking at him. It's like an angry, like, give me your hand sure. <laughs> type deal. Yeah. yeah. I would have caught up as best as I could. I guess it's not necessarily that hard, but you definitely, I think, scuttled out of there before. Oh, yeah. I I'm, could. I'm scooting and scuttling for sure. Yeah. So I feel like I approached your side, and then it was just like hand shoots out. I'm like, oh. Instinctual, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she says much on the way to getting the notebook but I think she wants to say more on the way back. Yeah. Unless something happens at the notebook, in which case, fuck. I think it was definitely... I mean, tiring. Probably an uncomfortable silence uh, walking to get the spell book, at least for Shadow. And then... uh, I think she, she like, looks like she wants to say something a couple times and then doesn't. Mm. Um, And then, like, reconsiders it. Yeah. And then stops. Definitely not... On, on my part, wanting to interrupt yeah. anything by saying anything, but just letting you want to fill the space if you want to. It's like there's a novel written on her face, and it's mm-hmm. just like waves of very obvious emotions. <laughs> sure. She's like very expressive. Awkward car ride with dad where yeah. dad oh, I've doesn't had say anything. Car ride yeah. with dad. <laughs> Are like either of you wanting to say anything before you get to the actual place where the book is? Her's not going to say anything. Oh, okay. I think there would have been a moment where I started to say something, but it was right as we were about to get to the tent. Yeah. So like right as we were about to get there, just I, uh, and then looks up and realizes where we are and just, yeah. oh, I, we're here. Okay. Yeah. You're you are planning your own awkward timing. I love it. <laughs> you are back at the same uh, uh, tent where it uh, ha- has this, you know, <clears throat> free spell copying and spellbook signing sign over the top of it. Uh, Captain Ferris is still sitting there at the front of the booth, and he looks up at uh, at you, her, and he says, "Ah, back for your spellbook." Yes, sir. All right, let me go grab it. Thanks. And he goes back to behind the curtain, uh, and he picks it up, and he brings it back to the front, and he looks inside, and he just says, make make sure I autograph this one. He opens up the front of the book, looks at the front. He notices, ah, yes, I did. That was a better signature. And he hands that back to you, uh, and he says, all right, well, I hope you had a wonderful day at the fair. I think I did. Good. I like getting the trading cards, especially. Oh, I do love me a good Beast Battlers game. It's oh, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, do you play? Oh, every once in a while. 
whatever deck I can find, I'll usually have, but I, I don't have one of my own. Well, I hope you get one someday. Maybe I will. I could start collecting now. For sure. Well, thank you. I'm assuming I'm not allowed to cast Fireball within the city, yeah? Nope. <laughs> definitely not. That is illegal. You are giving, you know, like, aspiring students um, access to some pretty interesting spells. Yes. Well, so. that's part of the joy of being a citizen of Le Levitica. And she, like, nods enthusiastically and is just mm. like, thank you. Well, I hope your studies go well, young student. Thank you. I'll see you whenever you, uh, you meet with me again. Who knows? And she takes the... Have a good day. Battery. And he gets back and he goes to the next person in line. He's, ah, back to get your spell book. <laughs> and he, like, almost robotically does the exact same charismatic spiel. Don't have it any other way. You <laughs> open up your spell book and yep. in the back you see in very mechanical lettering, almost like a typewriter, mm -hmm. it has been written out, the spell Fireball, copied into your spell book. Yes! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is her actually. Doing oh dear this? God. No. Oh my. This is me, Morgan, being overjoyed. That <laughs> oh, I actually okay. have a wizard who has fireball. Yeah. Just turns away I don't, and it's just think, like. <laughs> I don't think Morgan's ever been able to cast fireball I ever haven't. in her all of her time playing D and D. Uh, oh. I haven't ever played a sorcerer or a wizard in my time playing D and D. I have only played melee characters, so this is my first time being able to like do, you know, large scale big damage and light things on fire. Nice. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for when I get to say I cast fireball and yeah. say it seriously. Yeah. I'm nerding out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have your spell book. Oh, what it's just doing? so exciting. I'm sorry. I think she does look a little giddy. She's like looking at it and like staring at it. And it's just like, oh, that power at my fingertips. And she closes the book. Excited about that one, are you? Puts it in her satchel. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that it would be so massive. It's like a big fireball. They, I thought it was going to be like a ball of fire that you could move around. Mm. Like, mm -mm -mm. Mm. Yeah, they, at least these guys, and I'd point to the tent, mm -hmm. they tend to be more flashy than covert. Flashy and... Yeah, that's fair. Mm, I've been thinking about how to like say this to you because I don't want to make you mad because you're important to me. And I mean, you you know that I really like look up to you and stuff. But I feel mm, conflicted, hmm. maybe mm, mad. It, it's a lot of emotions, um, just generally I was really mad earlier just like thinking about the things that you have maybe done in your past and it really got to me because I mean the first thing that happened to me after meeting you guys was someone tried to kill us and I'm not a stranger to you know almost dying and seeing death but it it, it, it bothers me to know that the person who saved me, the person who has helped bring me into this world and has shown me so much and protected me through so much hardship is also somebody who might have been the person to end my life had things been different and has done 
things for Levitica that maybe haven't been so good. Because when you do stuff like that, you can't take it back. I should find clerics, I suppose, but I'm assuming that Levitica wouldn't want you to do that. And those are people that aren't going to be around anymore. They're people who are like me. People who had mums and dads and best friends and, and goals and dreams, and they're just not here anymore. And I shudder to think that it happened because you were told to do something. And I don't... I'd reach I... out and take her hand and say, let's... Let's walk. Okay. All of these things, they don't make me mad. And I never want you to think that you can't talk to me about these things. It's not what I've done isn't your burden to bear. And it's okay. Helping you and finding you with Val made me realize over the course of those next few weeks that there was something that I was missing. Akana asked me earlier if I was always this way, and I, f I feel like I was lost in what this was for a while, and I'd motion to my self. I probably used it as some sort of excuse to cover up what I was make you feel how you felt on the inside the outside too something like that I'm just, I mean I'm just guessing I'm not gonna claim I know no you're, you're fine I but I don't want to make this about me I mean partially it's about both of us but that's exactly it it's not one-sided <sighs> I if there's one thing that I've grown to know over the years of my existing. It became clouded to me for a while. It's that a lot of relationships are about the give and take, mm. the communication. And for the longest time, I didn't, I didn't have anyone that cared. And then you came along. Who wouldn't care about you? I mean, other than Vitna, and let's be honest, he's an ass. But exactly. You only cared about me because of what I can do and what I did for him. Mm. I'm not going to shroud it in any sort of mystery. I've done very bad things. I mean, you understand that that's, you can't bring those people back. And the people that were hurt by that are going to be hurt by that forever. Yeah. It's really, really easy to destroy. It is a million times harder to heal. 
it is scarily easy to destroy and hurt everything around you. I can't even imagine what it must take to come back from that. I mean, we went through Eden. And that wasn't even a fraction of what other people have gone through. People that facility, especially. Yeah. And if those kinds of people are the ones that are in charge, they have so little care for life. They're just toys. We're just toys. Pawns. I've been very near the brink of death. Which is why I'm in this. The dragon? Yes. The, the hit, so to speak. Seeing that being again drummed up a lot of emotions that day. Along with not being able to do anything about Val or anyone in that situation. But I want you to know that my past is something that I know shouldn't be taken lightly, and I don't, but that since I had met you and Val. I miss Val so much. Same. I miss him so much. It gave me another reason to do things differently. Yeah. But it's okay. Mm, we both got teary-eyed when I mentioned Val. Uh, I know. I... I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm starting to tear up. I Trust is hard. Every I know. time that I think about Val, I just I think about... Vinna and Orion. We're never getting them back. They're never coming back. Well. And it's because of Leviticus. Like you said, there's maybe ways. Who knows? I, mean, I don't know. We have to find a really, really good cleric. Bringing people back from being really, really dead is hard. But that can't be our only hope. I mean, we have to. I don't want to give. Look, I'm all for hope, but I really don't want to give myself false hope. And then when it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. I don't want to have to be crushed by it again. Sure. I think at this point, I would have started trying to, like, we're meandering streets, mm -hmm. trying to guide us back towards the bar mm -hmm. yeah um i just want in talking with my brother mm. he he told me that you know there's a reason you have to find a reason for you wanting to do things and that's I guess, a, a guided version of purpose. Mm. So I think we each have to sit and contemplate for a minute why exactly we're doing something, who we're doing it for, and what our next steps are going to be. Mm. Well, that's easy. Hmm? I'm hanging out with you guys, and 
fiercely trying to defend the things that I love because I love you. And I love Abaddon. And I couldn't do any of this without you guys. You know I love you. You're like the center of my world. You're my rock. I mean, my metal. <laughs> I think you would hear like gears or something spinning inside. Yeah. Uh, shadow a little bit like faster. Oh. Even though he's not like moving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm walking, but basically his heart beats faster mm-hmm. if it existed. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's been a long time since I've actively cared about someone as much as I've cared about my family like my brother and been able to say that I love someone but I love you as well. I mean, I know I keep joking that you're my dad, but like, I mean, I love you in like, the way that my daughter looks up to her dad. I'd, uh, like just, just to be clear, squeeze her hand, mm-hmm. not to crush it. Uh, it's going to have to be very lightly. soft. Cause I have just like basically a twitch of the hand. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, I'd look down and uh, like a wink and then a knock of the head. Of no, just I'm like, just hugging you. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I just throw my <laughs> arms around. I mean, I like it's probably like my arms are just like around your torso and they don't really stretch back at all. <laughs> yeah. But like she hugs you and she just says, yeah. I do. I mean, I love you. I'd be surprised by this mm-hmm. and then... Uh, have my arms spread out for a second and then just kind of put them over the top of hers back and then just pat her. Thank you for everything. I know it isn't easy being in this and she like pats your chest. I know it's hard a lot of the times and I know you don't feel much, but it's, you've been there when I've needed you the most and being able to get through that, both you and me, Slightly unscathed has been a blessing. This, at one time, helped me destroy a lot of things, but I'm learning that now it's helping me be able to create a future for myself, sure. Abaddon, yes. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you. I mean, I'm... Akane and I talked while you were downstairs with Abaddon and... It's freaking Abaddon. It's, yeah. (laughs) Not sure. I'm going to tell my brother about her. Akane. Okay. She... I thought you were talking about me for a second. (laughs) No. He already knows about you. (laughs) That's true. She seems to have really, really an amazing outlook on a future. I think that's something that my brother and his group, I don't remember what they called themselves, but they they could need or want or have or 
I mean, she could help with. She works for like, she does political work, right? Yes. So she probably has to stay in Levitica, right? Maybe. Does your brother even like Levitica? He doesn't like certain things about Levitica. Because, like, if they're not gonna, like, gel together, then if they have a common goal, but somebody doesn't like Levitica and one really likes Levitica, then maybe they should, I don't know, gel in their own separate circles. That's true. Oh, yeah. When are we gonna write your brother? You have your paper crane thing, right? Yeah, I was actually gonna do that tonight. Probably while everyone went to sleep. Do we have a place to stay? I think the bar had rooms. Did it? It did not. Oh. No. Whoops. Uh, nope. Well, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. We um, probably have to yeah, figure that out. It's just a bar. Yep. Oh, we can okay. Talk, we can talk to yeah. Akane well, about that. Actually, when we were writing it, we were like, we write too many inns with bars and rooms. And it's just like, no, it's just That's a bar. That's like the it's D&D fair. staple, yeah, though. It's just yeah. a bar, dude. What's a bar, This dude? place doesn't care where you stumble no. off to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not here. <laughs> yeah. Go home. You can't stay here. Well, we can probably talk to Akane and Habadon once we get back. What? Are, why are they so weird around each other? Um, I don't like. I don't. I don't, I don't like what's happening between shadow, them. birds, <laughs> bees, <Actually>. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Yeah, he'd uh, he'd look up as we're. I feel like we're approaching the the tavern. Yep. Um, there's a specific type of emotion between them that I think that they they care about each other in a certain way. Well, we care about each other. Do you remember how? What's his name? had feelings for who you were? Arno? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Lyra was being tutored by Arno. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they had like a teacher and student relationship. I think Arno in that situation cared about her in maybe more of a different circumstance. Like brother and sister? A relationship. Seeing each other, dating, romantic. Oh, was it like that? I don't think he had a crush on me. Well. Oh my God, Akane has a (laughs) (laughs) crush. No. No. Really? That's what it seems like to me. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know women could like women. She's blushing what? a lot. Well, like you can be really good friends and like think you're attractive and stuff. That's true. They're just like really good friends that are girls. <laughs> uh, that may be. Are you sure they're crushing? They both. You can do that. Yes, it's not necessarily uncommon oh, for people my. in the underdark to do anything like that, and I don't think it's. The stretch of the mind to think that other people would do it easy. Do you remember when I got the book from the cool book lady in um, the place with the Coliseum where we got your shot? She was yes. so pretty. She was. 
I was like, wow, she's really pretty. And then I looked at her and I started blushing and I was like, she's really pretty. And I was like, why do I think she's so pretty? I don't understand. Is this like how friends feel about other friends? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's different. You, I, you can be attracted to someone. I've been attracted to, I've like looked at really cute guys and I've looked at really cute girls and I'm like, why are all these people so attractive? And then there are some people that aren't as attractive and I'm just like, what is going on? There's probably this inner monologue for Shadow going on right now where he's like, oh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I just thought everybody felt that way when you looked at somebody who was attractive. I didn't realize that they, there was like a level above it. Is that, is that? You can be attracted to somebody and then there's acting on your attraction. You like, is that where you like, you kiss and stuff? I, it can. Cause I read it. It can be. I was reading, God. I was reading in the book <laughs> and there were two people who really liked each other and they were like, I love you. I love you. And then they kissed and I was like. I'd look over uh? at her book. It, that, that no, book? Not the diary, not the diary. The other book. What? And she pulls out the book that she got from the book lady. It's a story about a guy who goes on a hero's journey. Oh, I'd uh, probably snatch that from her. It's not And then all that. start flipping through it to <laughs> see what's. It's just my book. No, uh, it's really, it's really good. I just, I, I, I. Oh, there's like a whole new world of. Oh, I'm sorry. This as is a lot. one step at a time. As oh. her has this uh, sudden discovery of confusion, you both return back to the bar. I'm having a fucking crisis. And. As you do so, you find that neither Akane nor Abaddon are there. Uh, and you you get there alone, two of you. Can we ask around and see if people saw them go on like, the roof or something? It seems like they left recently. Um, yeah. Maybe we should go back to the book signing? Maybe they tried to meet us there? Um, hmm. I'd, uh... Hmm. I'd look around to see if there's any trails of moss mm. that Abaddon might have left. Uh, yeah, there's still some moss that is covering like the, what's it called? The top, the grating oh, on the sure. second floor. Um, there's some that goes up the uh, the ladder that goes to the top floor. But um, yeah, that's probably about it. Mm. I'm thinking she might have portaled somewhere. I could. At this moment, Akane oh. walks through the door and starts looking around. And she sees the both of you and she waves. I throw up both hands like, wait, what? I, what? Where's Abaddon? Oh, I think that we said that we were going to meet back here later. Oh. I had oh. to go meet with uh, Haleth and Angela. How are they? I think they're doing good. Um, they were a little concerned about me, but I told them not to and to go do what they needed, and then I would meet them uh, here tomorrow. Oh. Are you in a relationship with Abaddon? Oh. <laughs> she blushes, do you, and she just says, Do you find I Abaddon? Don't, I don't. I don't. Uh, Let's just wait until Abaddon. I need gets answers, back. damn it! <laughs> do you think Abaddon's attractive? <laughs> she walks over to the bar and gets a drink. No! <laughs> With that, you all sit here, her in this mild discontent. <laughs> all of you 
taking a moment to sit in this space of chaos. Oh, I'm staring at Akane like I'm like fucking detective eyeing her just like spilled beans. <laughs> spilled beans. And with that, we're going to fade. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleve, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. In the deep, dark depths, in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives. What now? And fight to the death for our very lives. Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a... Like a real... Like a very real... That was actually... That was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs> Arno got a 17. Uh, Lilith, what is your initiative? 24. 20. Holy Jesus. 
I like uh, it when the number on the dice ends in zero because Matt is Wow, yeah. true. <laughs> Very true. Okay. Uh, Just okay. saying, if you can't do math, you can still play D&D. <laughs> That's true. Because I do. Uh, <laughs> the end. They have apps for that. Most they of the do. Yeah. So, wow, they both rolled the exact same initiative. Um, Bandog, what is your initiative? 12. 12. And Val, what 13. is yours? 13. So I will be skipping them the first round as you all have gained surprise round. Lilith, what you doing, girl? Lilith is going to look down at Orion. <laughs> yeah. Say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and she's going to jump on top of him. <laughs> okay. Just stand on him. You, you, with her little basically crossbow. Like, it's like, it's not crossbow, it's, short bow. It's kind of a jump, right? Yeah, but you're also incorporeal. So you can't really vault off of anything, right? So you just kind of like. Float over <laughs> towards Orion, and right as you touch him, gravity affects you again. You go kung kung, and you kind of kick down as you have to gain your footing, right? Um, Am Ori- I corporeal now? Did it work? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> so she will land and go, am. The first one that saw Nefreya first just turns over to you. And she will Im- immediately shoot. Okay, roll me an attack roll. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. 15. Okay. Ooh, I'll tell you what. Meets it, beats it. Go ahead. Do, do your damage. Yes, yes, yes. And since it is a surprise round, they do not know of you, so you may take your sneak attack. Yes. Okay. 16. 16. You let loose an arrow as you go, psst. He turns back towards you, and right underneath the shoulder, you just hear this, <laughs> as this, arrow sinks in and cracks through some metal and he just goes as you hear this like unnatural twisting in the base of his shoulder uh very good nice shot is there anything else you'd like to do um bonus action action or bonus action movement yes bonus action i am going to step off of Orion and become in That's movement. I right. would say that's movement. So you just move off of him. You yes. still have a bonus action, so you oh, could like shit. hide. You could like sink through the floor and hide. Yep, gonna do that. Okay. Gonna like step you directly go, back off of him and like drop through the fucking floor. You just go, floor. psst, and you shoot him, bonk, and you float through, through the floor. The floor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, Ghost fighting. I may have made a mistake. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arno has already cast his initial uh, surprise round spell. Um, he cast it on Bandag, giving you the new bark skin to give you extra damage reduction. Um, however, as you all turn and you see these people, they look back and forth between all of you, and one of them just goes, Holy shit, that's Valros Visago. And <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with Jason Bourne. And the other <laughs> the other one goes the, the other one goes Why the hell are you here? Where's Matt? Oh, God. And he looks back down, and he's like, this is Nefreya. And the guard one just goes, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the first guard again says, you should go and let the others. I'll hold them here. And the other one starts to turn and bolt back through the door. Yeah, good luck with that. That's the one I'm attacking. Get him, Ben. All right. As he does so, Val, it is your turn. Um, I will send, uh, Bundog, you're on deck. I will send four 
of the spinning cards. Oh, God. Okay. So yeah, they're spinning yeah. cards above my head right now. There's six of them. Yep. Sending four at the one in the back and oh. two at the one in the front. So I believe I believe you can... Do I only uh, send one? Minute Meteors, I believe, is uh, one to two. Oh, right. Every... It's as a bonus action. Yes. So Minute Meteors. Right. I'm going to do a quick little Google search. Melv's Minute Meteors. Here, I'm going to do a dramatic reading for everybody. Wonderful. You create six tiny meteors in your space. They float in the air and orbit for the spell's duration. When you cast the spell, and as a bonus action on each of your turns thereafter, you can spend one or two of the meteors, sending them streaking towards a point or points you choose within 120 feet of you. Uh, each creature that uh, is hit with them takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one, and they will make a dexterity save. But it'll be radiant for me, right? It is radiant for you. Um, yeah, I will send, then as my bonus action, I will send two at the one in the back. Uh, is that the one that... So the, the turning one, to leave. The one that is turning to leave. Okay, okay. Well, so that one's the closer towards the door. The one that got shot with the arrow is the one that is defending yes. right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to shoot the one that's starting to leave. That's starting to I leave. I want to weaken okay. him up a little bit. S sounds good. Go ahead, uh, or it's going to make a dexterity save. What is your spell save DC, Valros? Uh, a lot. Oh, my. What did he make? Rolled a natural 19. Oh, oh it'd be too bad if that were an 8. Oh! He rolled an eight. Uh, so he fails. <laughs> uh, once again, Valros has a very cool thing called a portent, and uh, it, he can just replace people's uh, people's die rolls with the portents that he rolled at the beginning of the day. So uh, this guy got an eight. 11, yeah. 14. Uh, he's taking 19 points of radiant Jeepers damage. Jeepers, creepers. Woo, that's a lot of damage. As this, these meteors, or these, like, these cards that are swirling around your head with this golden energy just fly out towards him and they just stick pauldrons into his pauldrons and through them and they sink beneath his skin as he just gets knocked back a couple feet. Bandog, it is your turn. I am bringing my axe down upon him. Well, are you are you doing just the axe or are you doing uh, the spell or, or the, the advantage portion? Or well, what are you I'm doing, doing the uh, green flame blade green on the axe. Yeah. flame blade. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Bondog, do you, you want to sacrifice nine HP? Why? <laughs> I'm not going to give you a why. I'm asking you if you want to sacrifice nine HP. That's a, I don't know if these two gentlemen are, I mean, if I could sacrifice it for something larger with wings, I might. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what you get. I'm just asking you. Would you sacrifice nine HP? There's a boon, uh, for or maybe not a boon for the. Uh, Don't worry, just for the safety of my friends. Yes, I would. Okay, subtract nine HP from you. Four mi minus four because of the uh, ability that um, that Arno gave you. Right, he gave yes. you four extra HP. Oh yeah, so it's only five. It's yes. only five in total. Right, oh. uh, Bondog, you cast green flame bait. Green flame. I was gonna say bade, but that's yeah, not right. The green, green flame bade. Flame blade. Yes. As you do so, your your axe is wreathed in green flame, and you. Make me an attack roll. Yes, and it was 17. 17 definitely hits. Roll me yeah. damage plus your extra damage from Green Flame Blade. Yes. Uh, Get him. Is this? And who are, and you're attacking the one that Valros just hit, right? I'm attacking the, one that's the, the dude that's trying to leave. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it takes... Uh, uh, yep. So Holy moly. 
Man, this spell is good. Hey, Bondog, what level are you? Oh, that's a nine. Six. Okay, okay great. Well, that means, uh, Bondog, uh, you, as you hit this man, mm-hmm. what does it look like for Bondog? I am bringing it down as close to center on his helm oh, as yeah. orcishly possible. Yeah. Now, I will say, you do know that the helm is pointed, right? So at, if you come down directly on top, it's going to glance, oh, right? Then so you I'm going to go little, between the neck and the shoulder. There you go. Very nice. Straight down. You, you come straight down between neck and shoulder. Mm-hmm. The flame on your axe emits in this incredible green luminescent light. You come down on top of him, and the flame starts to cover him like napalm. Oh, that's and nice. as you you collide with him, what was your damage one more time? Uh, so that would be uh, 15. But because you are level 5, you deal an six. extra d8 of damage to the second creature. Oh, level so 6. So go ahead and, uh, go ahead and well, 5 or higher, right? You yeah. gain that extra damage. So why don't you go ahead and roll me an extra d8 plus your intelligence modifier. Oh, oh nice. Yes. Uh, that's so good. Oh, no. That's 12. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what we were okay. saying all the good rolls. Yeah, for sure. Right. Of course. Bondog. We did this on purpose, friends. Bondog. A ghostly specter appears in front of you, right next to the one that you just attacked. And as it materializes, you look down at it, and it just screams in incredible, ferocious vigor, and it says, And you see this huge sword slice through the back of this man. Roll me another attack roll. As this specter is the form of Paku, one of your squad mates. Oh, my God. What? Oh, well, I am so freaking shaken. Yeah. uh, That I rolled a two. Paku, okay, at this moment, uh, Paku strikes down and tries to collide with this creature, but as as he does so, he sees you, and he reels backwards, and he loses his balance, and he just steps back, and he leans against the wall. And that's the end of your turn. Can we see this? I was gonna say, oh, does yeah. Lilith see this? All of you see this. Yeah. <laughs> Lilith, it is your turn. We okay. got so many ghosts! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> Lilith is gonna, after she's done gaping open-mouthed at the yeah. nude specter, yep. and uh, going in her head, the rules mean fucking nothing. <laughs> um, You're currently in the ground. I thought, okay. No, like, I want to say, like, the tip of her head is, yes. like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. her nose in yep. the floor. Anyway, um, she will pop up and... Um, be next to Orion again. Yep. Is the guy... W- tell me where the guys are. So one is dead. One, no, neither of them are dead yet. Oh, okay. One was directly next to Nefreya, told the right. other one to go get help. And right, he, started he ra- ran. He started raising his sword up, right? The one that is running, it just tried to get past, and 
you watched us like Bondog just cleaved down into right. his shoulder blade and then a ghost appeared and are, tried to stab him. Right. Are either of them looking at me is my question. Are, are either of the, uh, um, the guards? The guards? No, at me. neither of them. No. Awesome. And since you had hide and they rolled their perception, they I didn't know where you were okay. hiding. So you cool. sneak attack. So I have sneak attack. That's yep. my main. Okay. Yes. Additionally, um, keep in mind if an ally is within five feet of an, an enemy, you also right. get it. So you would get it either way. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay, so I will pop out of the floor. Yep. Um, near Orion's feet. Yep. And I will like touch my leg to his leg. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yep. Like making connection. Yep. Roll a dexterity will... saving throw. Okay. <laughs> oh, but I have disadvantage. No, you don't. Only oh, checks, I don't? not saves. Only throws. checks, not saves. Okay, yep. fourteen. Fourteen. You're able to write yourself as you come out of corporeal uh, incorporealization. Uh, mm-hmm. But what do you do? I will um, have my bow, and I'm going to yes. shoot at the guy not looking at me, closest uh, to me. They both aren't looking at you. There's one that's running away, and there's one that's holding his sword up. Sword up, guy. Okay. All right. You go ahead, and you strike him. What do you do? I'm going to shoot. Oh, well, yeah, but what's the number? Uh, hold up. <laughs> Math. 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 I'm sorry, you guys. Math. Yeah, proficiency. 15. 15. Meets it. Beats it. Nice. Hit him. Roll your damage. 3d6. 1. 3. 4. 4. 8. eight. Plus your dexterity modifier. 12. <laughs> nice. We got there. It did it. Actually, I used to have a friend that rolled a ton of sneak attack dice, and she would just be like, Alan. And I would look over like, oh, yeah. And then I would, she would roll every dice, and I would count them for Do her. Do the math for so, me, please. Yeah, no worries. No 12 damage. You all hear this low whistle of just as this, this arrow glances off the ground and ricochets back <laughs> upwards into this person's thigh. And they just go, oh, as their thigh crumples beneath them and their sword clangs onto the ground into the pool of blood, freezing it instantaneously. Nice. Okay. Uh, up I'm going to na- drop through the floor again. Okay. You do so. <laughs> roll me a stealth check. Okay. I forgot to make you roll one last time, but it's a disadvantage. That's fine. 14. You got it. Okay. That's pretty good. Sneaky. Sneaky. She's so small and mm. quiet. Interesting. Let me see. Uh, un moment. Uh, perception is... Uh, okay, not good. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, perception is shit. Up next is Arno. As Arno has cast Bark Skin upon you, he just kind of grabs his staff and he draws four like, spikes into the dirt on the ground. And as he draws each one... All of these, this like displacement of dirt, they rise up and they become these missiles of force. As he casts magic missile towards uh, towards the first, or sorry, the one that's running away at level two. Uh, And he, it it hits because it's magic missile and it's the best spell in the world. It's so good. Um, uh, That's four (laughs) and it's going to be five and then it's going to be, oh, that's cocked, isn't it? Okay. Um, Five, six plus. Four is ten damage. Neato. That's not a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Arno is going to step back a little bit from Bandog as he kind of slinks into the corner as much as he can. Uh, but at that moment, the one that was having its sword clamber down onto the ground after just being shot in the frickin' hip, uh, it is going to uh, cast Wall of Ice. He pulls up this wall, 
And as he does so, I need Bondog and Val to roll me dexterity saving throws. Oh no. That ain't gonna do it. You, on the bright side, your deck is super hot. I like, know. <laughs> it's all red cards in the discard file. Bandag. I get a very slippery five. Ooh. Hey, Ooh. I got a six. Okay. Um, Bandag, Val, you watch as this wall of ice snakes between all of you and separates the runner out from you and carves him a pathway to the door. Oh no. And this wall of ice now separates that man from the one that cast it. That is his turn. Shit. The one that was running, you can hear. As he's running away. Damn it. Val, it is your turn. How far away was he from me when he started running? He was like right next to you, right? Okay. But he got a full dash, a full move off. You do know the next room beyond is an atrium. There are three door three doorways. One, you never entered. The second one, Lilith entered, and it had the large chains on it. And the third is the room you're currently in. And then there are the stairs, the spiral staircase that goes all the way to the top. I'm going to do some quick maths. Here's how we're going to do this. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, no. So for my bonus action, yeah, I will spend two of my meteors. Yep. Into that other guy. Okay, Explode. yeah. Do it. Um, he's got to make me uh, save. Uh, dexterity saving throw. It's a low. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Saving throw. Nope. Ten? Ah, nope. <laughs> okay. He's going to take a total of 4d6. Yeah, so three, six, six, 12. Oh, no. Uh, 16 six. radiant. Yikes. These cards just strike into him. Uh, this incredible force knocks him off of his feet. Then I'm going to quickly take the cut off. Okay. And hand it to Bendok, who is... Okay. And I'm going to... <laughs> you guys, they just mimed it. I'm going to float. Listeners, I need you to know <laughs> that he just handed it when it's visible. I'm going to float <laughs> at an angle. Okay. And spend my action to come up in the stairwell. Okay, and I'm going to yeah. try to possess the it's, runner. Uh, okay, it's far away. So you can use your movement and your action to get to dash with him. That's fine enough. But he's... Oh, your dice fell over. Um, you're, <laughs> he, he's running towards... as you He's running towards the stairs. You become incorporeal. You move outside. You've spent 10 feet getting outside of this ice wall and onto the other side. I need you to make me a perception right, check. Right, but since I can move through walls, yes. if I move at an angle... Yeah. I can cut him off, right? Of course. Okay. At, once he goes up the stairs, he hasn't met the stairs yeah. yet. Okay, so, okay, okay, yeah. cool. Um, uh, I would say on the next turn, on your next turn, okay. you'd probably Did you need me to roll something? I want you to roll me a perception check, yeah. Got it. Uh, 18 plus six. Neat. Uh, yeah. Very easily enough, you can see him as you come out. He has uh, dropped his sword and taken off some of his armor, and he is, like, taking pieces of, of like, projectiles out of him as he's running. Uh, okay. Uh, and you easily enough can see him. You're Sweet. dashing and you are, you're incorporeal um, and he rolled a perception check of a natural one yes! to see yes! you as you are flying. Uh, <laughs> Von Dog, it is your turn. You see the man who has fallen to the ground. The impacts of those cards 
slamming into the ground next to him. Lilith, you're on deck. What do you do, Bondug? I want to break this wall of ice. Sure. What do you? How do you do so? I think I'm going to do it with my axe. Okay. You make make me an attack roll. <clears throat> Sixteen plus. I will tell you, it has an AC of five. Okay. So Excellent. you hit. <laughs> Thank you for the non-math moment. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Moving so along. I'm like, ooh, actually, instead of doing that, no. So, <laughs> all right, roll me your damage. It has hit points. Uh, a lot, I have to assume. Uh, five, eleven... And then you do list to 13. 13. All right. Uh, you slam into this thing, and you see huge chunks just start carving themselves off. And then, as you are carving this piece of ice apart, you just hear, And he runs off of the wall, and you hear this, as the ice in front of you shatters and Paku strikes down on top of it and stands on the other side of it. A doorway through the ice now exists in front of you. So I am going to uh, uh, lumber as yeah. quickly as I can toward the fleeing guard. Sounds good. You do so. Um, you, you, I would say lumber is, is uh, for you, it's lumbering is enough, right? Because mm-hmm. you're big and your strides are long. It's right. like, poof, 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 as your legs are huge, right? Yeah. Uh, and yes, definitely you make some very good distance. Um, Lilith, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to pop back up out of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, am I on the same side of the wall of ice as the dude? And the one that the cast guard. it, the one that cast it, yes. Okay. So um, you currently, the one that fell to the ground yeah, and cast the, the wall ground. of ice, yes, you are on the same side as him. Okay, but is he facing away from me? He's currently not looking at you, yeah. Remember, he rolled a very bad perception right, check right, to right, know right, where right, you went. Right, I just want to be sure I'm still behind him yes. and he's still not you looking at me. You are still good, yes. Okay, um, we're going to try one more time to take this guy down oh God. Okay. further. Okay, yeah, do your thing. <laughs> And not great. Oh, God. 11. Nope, I miss. As you fire off this arrow, um, oddly enough. 12, I guess. Oddly enough, you fire this arrow towards him, and it goes, and it, like, catches on Nefreya's body as you try and shoot it by him. Uh, And at that moment, his gaze locks into you as you... I'm assuming descend below the ground again. Yeah, I'm gonna take my cunning action and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, sorry," and I'm gonna <laughs> drop. Roll me a stealth check. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Oh no, that's good. Twenty-two. I'm really hoping that someday someone will see you at nope. some point. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay, uh, Lilith, do you have anything else you'd like to do? You have a couple. Bit, you have movement, but you've really been not using a ton I'm of it. Not, so. No. Yeah. Well, I can't Just been go whack-a-moling. anywhere. Yeah. I can't go anywhere because exactly. I can't do anything without yeah. Orion, so yeah. i got to hang by him. I think that uh, Arno recognizes that he is now relatively alone in here. Yeah. Uh, and he looks over towards this guard, and he casts mage armor on himself. Beautiful. Um, and with that mage armor, this guard gets up 
and he walks over towards Orion and he draws a short sword and he steps towards him and he makes three attacks on Orion. Oh no. The Orion or Arno? Sorry. Arno. Oh, Arno. God. Who I was Arno. Say, you're going to hit a dead guy? Arno. Come on. What an asshole. The first one. <laughs> the first attack is uh, a 23. Mm. The second attack oh, no. is an 18, which still beats Arno's mage armor. Mm. And the third attack is a 9, which does not. Um, the first two deal a d8 plus three slashing and a d6 of cold. Nice, 10. The next attack is also a one. Wow, this d8 really hates me. Um, okay, so that's gonna be a total of 10, 11, up to 14, 16 damage on Arno as he just <laughs> slams into Arno. Uh, yeah, Arno is hurting. No shield, Arno? Come on, you're an abjuration wizard. Dude, but like, he doesn't have it, yeah. <laughs> he didn't prepare it today because he didn't think he was going into combat, right? We were gonna mm -hmm. sneak, so, this yeah. is not. Like one of his mainstays is mage armor, but he was like, he didn't know you guys were alive this morning. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when he prepared his spells, he just didn't fucking prepare shield. Yeah. Um, I think if I remember correctly, let me check here real quick. He's got 20 HP. Okay. He's okay. Yeah, he's got four HP. Left. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, shit. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Arno just gets slammed into the face with uh, these uh, these sword attacks, um, and that is Arno's or that is the guard's turn. The first guard that was running is now sixty feet further up the stairwell, right into me, right towards where you are going, Val. You are moving towards him and. He collides with your position. Um, you have a bonus action. I'm a possesses ass. You go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Just the ass, though. Just the ass. Only Just the, the only ass. the booty. Oh, it's I'm, called... I'm, he's not making a saving throw. I'm making a persuasion. You're making a persuasion. He's rolling against it. Uh, he's rolling. It's basically ah. a persuasion contest for oh, you got to it. be okay. in his body. Yeah. Um, oh, and I can't use my portents for contests. Sad face. Uh -huh. um, that's all right. My persuasion's still pretty good. Mm. Uh, 13. Neat. He rolled an eight plus charisma, which is zero. Yay! Uh, so uh, as he is climbing up these steps, you get in position, and at the last moment, he sees you and he goes, oh, and you like slam into his body, and he, you hear this almost like struggle, but in your mind, like, and then it's really cold. Uh, I quickly turn around to. Um, Bundok, and I go, it's me, it's me, uh, Lilith is mad at me, um, uh, you're my brother, uh, blood on my head. Yeah? Cool? I, I, <laughs> I shake my head in, in bizarre consternation. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I guess I'm out of movement. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you're pretty out of, I would say you have like 10 feet of movement left. Uh, I'm gonna head back down the stairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were gonna fucking jump off the spiral staircase. Oh, I, I guess I could. Oh, no. Um, no. Maybe I should have said nothing. <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna, actually, while I'm in this body, yeah. how do I feel? Uh, really, it's like cold, but it's like, it's nothing extra special. It's like, an, I don't know, there's nothing extremely magical about it. You feel no magical attunement in this body. Okay, so like if I tried to cast a spell, it wouldn't work. No, cool. Um, what about their spells? Um, you could cast spells, yeah. 
I mean, from theirs. I mean, you don't know what spells they have, save for Wall of Ice. Weird. Okay, um, yeah, <laughs> I will, uh, uh, you know, I, sure, I will jump down the spiral staircase. Okay. You jump off the spiral staircase. Worst case scenario, <laughs> this body dies. Best case scenario, it doesn't. It's, it's gonna, fine. It's going to take 10d6 of damage as it hits the ground. Oh, uh, shit. We're that high up? Yeah. This spiral staircase goes up 100 feet. Yeah, I didn't realize how high up we had He raised... It. Oh, no, no, sorry. He takes 3d6. Yeah, okay. Sorry, okay. sorry. I thought... For some like, reason, my brain, my, fall, my, brain said, my brain said, it's the top of the staircase. It's fucking not. That would be silly. He can't run you know, that far up the staircase at that moment. Uh, give me a second. 3d6 is not nearly as much, although it would have been exciting. <laughs> he only takes 13 bludgeoning damage as you... And Val, you feel it all <laughs> as, it sl as you slam Ooh. into the ground. Don't like that. Owie. Sorry, not my body. <laughs> uh, you feel it's, it's, it's a like rental. you try and stand it's up. You try and stand up and you feel your shin <laughs> as it cracks underneath you, obviously incredibly broken. Uh, I can probably still run on this, right? That's fine. <laughs> Bondog, we'll make it work. you watch this body jump 30 feet down to the ground and it is your turn. <laughs> Um, I... D&D, <laughs> &D, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Ghost combat. Ghost combat. I Team B. That's what we're all here for. I say, uh, I say aloud, uh, uh... <laughs> it's me, it's me. Jump off the edge. <laughs> I say, uh, Bagu Kalamaga. Which, which means, Bagu, defend the magic person. Okay. And oh. I turn around... Uh, to do the same. Okay. Um, okay, what... what uh, ooh, that's interesting. I would say... Um, you turn around, and you, you look at Pagu, uh, and you, you see them... Um, and it is P-A-K-G-U, right? I'm that's reading correct. it off. Yeah, okay. Pagu. Um, and uh, you watch them just standing in the doorway, uh, b like at the wall of ice, just watching you. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, would you know that Arno's being attacked? Well, if if I had heard mm -hmm. what you had described, mm -hmm. I would definitely know. Oh, yeah. Roll me a perception check then. I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I would say because keep in mind, you're 30 feet away from the door, right? Yeah. At this point. So, right. so I'm that's what I'm thinking is like. I don't know if you know. Then I, I would might... have said the other one. Okay. Uh, you would have said, Paku, protect. Pa Paku, get the other one. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, he, You look back and you, you see Paku, and he is just standing in the doorway, and it doesn't look like he's moving just quite yet. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, uh, you say that to him. Mm -hmm. um, what What is your action, your bonus action, your movement? My action is to get back into the room. Okay. Sounds good. Um, you see that body fall, slam into the ground roughly right in front of you, and then you turn around and you run back into the room. Uh, I'll be fine. Ah, it's okay. Everything's good. Uh, and you turn around and you run back through the wall of ice. Mm -hmm. um, what do I see? You see that one warrior slashing into Arno. Arno is essentially crumpled into a heap on the ground. Um, actually, um, let me make a check here real quick. No, Arno loses concentration on bark skin, and you no longer gain its effects. Mm -hmm. um, you, uh, you see that creature, that man, that armored being, just wailing on Arno. 
am I within a distance that I can close enough to melee, or do I need to... Yes, he's essentially right next to where you were when you moved the last time, so 30 feet back in is yeah. the same distance. And yeah. so um, will I get a flanking on him? Uh, that's interesting. Um, I would say it would be if Arna wasn't against the wall. How about this? You can roll me a dex or athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> acrobatics, that sounds funny. <laughs> I'm going to go with athletics. Okay. <laughs> very well, very well. Do a flip. <laughs> yeah, flip 18. It 18. As you run back towards, you see that you're going to come up on him and it's not going to be in a good position. So, what you do is you put your head down and you kind of like puff out your shoulders and you turn your back towards the ice and you start running towards it and you slam through the ice wall using your stone slab to bash through all of it and it collapses behind you and because you are able to slam into it, you turn around and you are able to get flanking on it. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Woo-hoo. Two attacks. Well done. Nice. Yeah. All two right. attacks or a, a spell, whatever you'd like. Keep in mind, you can use Ugo uh, Ididrada to cast um, a, a, a true strike for free right. without any action. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. What is, true strike gives advantage though, right? It does. He's already got that from flanking. It's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But what happened last time you cast a spell? 21. 21 definitely hits. And what's your second attack? <laughs> Better than 21. Better than 21. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you hit him both times. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me your damage. Yeah. Oh, boy. 16. Now, that's good. 16 for the first strike seems like a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, nine. Nine. You plow through this ice wall. And as you do so, you spin around and you wield your axe in your hand, protecting it from the ice on the push through, and then using the momentum to create uh, um, centripetal force as you exit through the ice wall. As you do so, you he's focused on Arno and not expecting you to slam through the wall and strike him. Through doing so, you take your axe and you heave it around yourself in this circular motion. And when it collides with him, you just hear this as his entire head comes lopped off of his body and your axe sticks into the ice wall. And he falls completely to the ground. Arno is on the ground like, (laughs) thank you. I am going to uh, immediately drop to my knees and see what I can do for him. Uh, he is, like, bleeding out, like, in a terrible state. Like, it's awful. Um, four hit points left, guys. He's got four hit points, and he is, like, he is bleeding out on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very, 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 very bad. Like, if you made it, like, you could essentially use your combat abilities or your combat uh, experience to know how to patch up wounds in general. Yes. And that's fine for him, right? So... Uh, I would say make a medicine check for me. Yeah. Um, Lilith is going to pop up out of the floor. You are next, so yeah, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Um, That's a five. And yell, five. I'm just going to yell, Val Arno, come back! 
Uh, I actually, in my head, I was like, as long as he beats a five, it's fine. <laughs> and so you got a five, which is fine. Uh, so I would say, uh, in this moment, you are, it is, it is un, it is non-difficult for you to be able to, 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 um, to help kind of pre put pressure on the wound. Mm -hmm. uh, Lilith, you, it is your action right now. Um, Bondog, you have stemmed his bleeding. Um, no more guards, right? Nope, no more guards. Not in the well, room. Not in the not room. In the room. There's the yeah. dude by the stairs. Yeah, there's the one that's currently possessed by Val. <laughs> I mean, but okay. Um, but we're still in combat. Okay. I would say, for the sake of it, for brevity, right. we're not really in combat anymore. Okay, cool. Uh, Lilith, you just pop out of the floor. What mm -hmm. does that look like for you? What are you doing? Um, you screamed for Val. I did. I popped out of the floor. Screamed for Val. Um, I will go up to Bondog. Mm -hmm. I will glance at Paku. Is that his name? You just see a specter yeah. standing in yeah. the doorway. And I will just, just looking down at Bondog. I will just say, friend of yours? Brother. Bondog. Nice to meet you. Bondog, as you look up at the specter one more time, you see it start to fade. It's fading away. You may have one question to ask this specter before it leaves this material plane. Uh, I stand up from Arno and run to him, try to touch him. Your hands pass through. And I say, are you well? I think as you ask that question, he looks deep into your eyes and you ask him, are you well? And he says, not until you are. And he dissipates into the wind. I never liked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Paku. <laughs> Um, yeah, Paku's a real jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lilith will... Um, Val comes limping back into the room. <laughs> you see the other guard come back right. into the room. <laughs> oh no, no, it's Val. Val, blood, brother, you're <laughs> mad at me. Uh, like, get out of him, asshole. You broke his leg. Yeah, he can't run and get help if his leg's broken. But oh, you I swear are... Oh, talking like this, too. He's got a weird mouth. You are in him... You could have been him. I mean, I could still be him. You could have gone up and scouted the situation. I could still do that. But you have broken him. him. I could just say we got him. Boys, Arno is bleeding out. Yeah, we need to let's, get let's out let's of go. here. Out, balls. Let's go. <laughs> you, uh, you all see Arno on the ground. He just... He's currently taking something out of his bag and he's bandaging himself up uh, using Bondog's current, his, his, the pressure that he had put on to take a moment to put a bandage on. Uh, and he starts to stand up ever so slightly and he's gonna make a strength check. That's thematic, he rolled a four and he <laughs> falls back down to the ground. He just looks over and he's like, no much better than that one. And he gestures towards Orion. Uh, Which one of these do you want me to carry? Uh, you get Orion, I will help Arno. <laughs> How? 
know. <laughs> I will. I'll like let him like lean on you me. You are. You have a broken leg. That's there is fine. No way. That's fine. I don't <laughs> need a leg. You what adventure? You need a leg. I will get out of the body. What advantage we had is done. Get you out. Get out of the body, and the guard looks up and he goes, ah! and he starts crawling away. Uh, punch you, him! One of you punch him! I can't. I I, I start trying um, to punch him, but I just start phasing yes, through him. Um, I'm gonna well, coup de staring at Lilith. You, not you walk over uh, and you grab your axe out of the ice. You. He is crawling away, just going, no, no. He looks up, and you <laughs> down through his skull. Sorry. Val holds out his hand for the the cut from Bandok. I hand it to him. It's, cover, it, it's covered in this man's blood. I put it back on. You become corporeal. Uh, now I will try and help Arno. You take a breath. <laughs> you look down. Arno just looks up at you and just says, I don't think I, I, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, we are going to limp your ass out of here. All right, and help me up. You heave him up. He stands clutching the staff. You all get ready. You start to exit this room. The atrium is beyond. The stairwell leads up. The cold comes in from the other room. The large chains not able to hold close this door of frigid ice. <laughs> 